0: Hello, black child. It's so good to know you're here. Do you know how much you mean to us? You are our everything. You are the best parts of us. You are absolute joy. You are absolute love. You are safe. You mean so much to the world. As we honor you, our future, We celebrate those who came before us and promise to continue honoring them and loving each other. Most importantly, loving you, Black child. This week, as we relax, we will explore the idea of empathy. This week's proverb is from Mozambique, a country in southeastern Africa. It says, A man does not run among thorns for no reason. Either he is chasing a snake or a snake is chasing him. This means someone could make a choice to do a particular thing, but it's also possible that they had no other choice. We can still think about the ways their actions may have affected us or others, but it's helpful to think about their experience and their point of view. This is called empathy. We are sure you are already an expert at practicing empathy every day. So repeat after me. I am loved. I am cherished. I am. Practice empathy. Now, lie down and close your eyes. Are you there? Great job. Take in a deep breath, filling your belly with as much air as possible. Now, slowly... Breathe out. Try it again. In, filling your tummy up like a giant balloon. And slowly exhale out. Well done. Do this one more time. Imagine that the balloon is in your back and your tummy. And let your body relax completely. Wiggle your toes for one, two, three, four. Good job. This time, squeeze your feet as much as you can for four. One, two, three, four. and relax. Try to squeeze your legs. Squeeze your legs and tighten all of your muscles. Squeeze them for four. One, two, three. Four, let go. Well done. Wiggle your fingers. Now make a fist and hold it for one, two, three, four. Let go. Again, wiggle your fingers, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Squeeze them and hold a fist. One, two, three, four. Let it go. You let go of both your arms and your legs. They feel completely relaxed. Your tummy and back are sinking, sinking, sinking into the bed. Don't push yourself. Just let them slowly ease into place. Go ahead and make a silly face. Are you there? Good. Hold it. That silly face. And let it go. (laughs) You're so good at this. Make a different silly face. Hold it. Hold it. (laughs) Now, let it go. Smile really, really wide. As wide as you can. Now, frown as much as you can. Smile. And again, frown as much as you can. Let it go. I love doing this with you. Breathe in, and breathe out. Let your head sink into the pillow or your bed, wherever you're laying down. Again, breathe in, and out. Breathe in. Is that a pine tree you smell? And breathe out. It's a smell that reminds you of the winter holidays. I think that is a pine tree. Let's try it again. Breathe in. And out. Breathe in, yes that's definitely a pine tree, and breathe out. You breathe out and you see your breath in front of you. Keep breathing, it seems this is a cold place. You see snow on the ground, and you look up ahead of you to see a steep hill. You look and the hill goes up, 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 up. It's not a hill, it's a mountain. There's a trail of powdery footprints in the snow. You decide to follow the footprints. One foot after the other. As you walk, you're getting higher. You see a forest of evergreen trees and pine trees. This must be what you were smelling. They are moving slightly when the wind brushes past them. The smell fills your nose again you hear the wind moving clouds in and out of sight as you continue to walk you ascend higher following the footprints into a cloud feet planted firmly on the ground you feel the mist of a cloud moving around the mountain now you are at the top the summit of this mountain looking out at the valley ahead you see a crystal blue lake and a giant shimmering glacier the sun's light bounces off the top of this glacier the cool air on your skin the scent of evergreen and pine around you, the sound of wind and branches, the taste of the mist and the beauty of the lake, the glacier, and the valley ahead. This feels like the best place to rest. So let's rest here a while. You don't have to do anything. Just breathe in and out. That's it. Rest. This was the most wonderful hike, right? It was a great place to relax and look at the beauty of the earth. Take one more look. And let's start walking back down. As you walk to the bottom, you remember how relaxed you felt in your bed. How your legs and tummy and back and head were all sinking into that bed. You realize you are in your bed or wherever you like to sleep. What an awesome place to rest this place is. The mountain will always be there when you need it. And so will this place. They are both so special. It is your place, a place where you are safe. Remember that and relax. Our first story tonight is about a pair of shoes that are pretty special. So, let's begin soul in the soul. The clock flickered on the classroom wall, blinking, 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 there. 2.30 and Miss Gale said those wonderful words. Clean up, everyone. Madison put her books in the cubby, stacked from biggest to smallest. Her pencils went back into their case, and crayons one by one in the cubby. Homework in her book bag and grabbing her bright yellow sweater off the back of her chair, she slid each arm through its sleeve. She got her polka-dotted blue and red umbrellas in the wall and put on her shimmering red rain boots. These boots made Madison feel like she was in the Wizard of Oz and it helped that she always put them back on when it was time to go home. Auntie Layla was outside, waiting for her as usual. She ran to hug her, but as soon as her feet hit the pavement, an icky feeling creeped into her socks. It felt cold, splooshy, and sludgy. When she got in the car, Auntie Layla checked her boots. Oh no, there's a hole, she said. I think it's too big to patch. Madison felt two things. Sadness that her boots were ruined, but excitement, because this meant new boots would be coming soon. She knew exactly which one she wanted. Alex and Shay, her friends at school, kept talking about their new rain boots. They were both wearing magic shifters. Their boots changed color, yellow one moment, pink the next she wanted those more than any other pair. Auntie Lay, I know exactly which ones I want. If you're thinking about getting me a new pair, I want magic shifters. Auntie Layla smiled. It was a smile Madison knew well. She wouldn't be getting brand new boots at all. We can't do new boots right now, but we can do boots. How does that sound? Madison smiled, but she knew in her head Alex and Shay would probably laugh at her tomorrow. Auntie Layla continued, We have a pair at the house that don't fit Leah anymore. They're magic something. And magic they were. These boots happened to be from the same shoe company, but they were called magic gliders. Madison's cousin Leah was excited to share her boots. In their room, Leah pulled them out from under her bed and handed them to Madison. They don't fit anymore, she said. They're perfect for you. Upset that she would have to wear hand-me-down shoes, Madison snatched the boots and stomped off into the living room. Still, she put them on and walked onto the apartment's balcony. The space was just big enough for Auntie Layla's plants, a chair, and Madison. She jumped up and down to make sure no water was getting in. She would jump, Splash. Jump. Splash. Jump. No splash. In fact, no ground. Madison couldn't believe her own eyes. She was floating. For a second, she stayed where she was, wondering if she could get down. But as soon as she had this thought, her feet were on the ground. When she thought higher, she flew higher. Higher was much more fun. And so she floated higher, traveling above the city. Careful to stay out of sight, she watched friends playing at the park. She floated. This time, up to the top of the bridge, she watched the water flow toward the sea, noticing how it seemed so busy like it knew it had somewhere to go she floated to the edge of the city and watched the roads turn into open green land with a path of gray road running through she floated she smelt the freshly mowed grass and the air that still smelled like rain she took that scent To her balcony, landing softly, and without any fuss. Auntie Layla came outside just in time. She had no idea what just happened, but before Madison could even share, Auntie Layla spoke. Leah sometimes had a hard time with work at school, and as those boots were her favorite shoes, they always made her feel better. No challenge was too big. No kidding, Madison thought. These boots would make anyone feel better. Auntie Layla continued. You hurt her feelings today. I know you'll do the right thing. Madison went to apologize to Leah and share that she knew why the boots were so special. Leah quickly accepted her apology and told Madison she was so excited for her to have adventures with the special boots. The next day when she got to school, she was thinking about many things. She was anxious, but really, she wondered if this is how Leah felt every day. How brave she was to go to school, even when it felt scary. Madison loved her rain boots, but it didn't mean Alex and Shay would too. Still, if they helped Leah get through her day, she knew that they would help her too. When she got into class, Alex said nothing. Shay did, but it wasn't about how old the shoes were. Instead, she said, they match my raincoat. It's my older sister's. In that moment, Madison was so proud to wear Leah's raincoat. What an honor to wear something that came from someone you love. Suddenly, she didn't care about what Alex or Shay or anyone thought of her shoes. She focused on the magic of them, the soul in the souls. All that mattered was that she loved her boots. She loved her cousin, Leah. She loved her Auntie Layla, and she loved herself. Well, 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 what an incredible example of empathy. Madison felt empathy after learning of how Leah's boots helped her through a tough time. She literally stepped in her shoes and considered how Leah might have felt in the mornings on her way to school. Madison also learned two more important lessons. The first is to appreciate those who love you and the ways they show that love. Lastly, don't worry about others' thoughts about you. How you see you is most important. Don't worry about others' thoughts about you. How you see you is most important. Our final story tonight is short and sweet. We will revisit the familiar figure of the rabbit or hare. Like our proverb, this tale is from Mozambique and it is a special kind of folktale. This is the kind that explains how something came to be. If you've been with us every week, you'll have heard some of these stories before, like how the moon came to be, and even how stories came to be. What will we learn tonight? Why Hippos Have No Hair One day, Rabbit was strolling along the running waters of the riverside. He looked over and saw his good neighbor, Hippo. Hello, Hippo. Hello, Rabbit. Lovely time for a snack, yeah? Absolutely, Rabbit replied. Hippo was so busy chomping at her food that she didn't notice Rabbit was behind her. So, when she felt a little tickle on the back of her leg, she didn't know that it was his ears. She jumped and accidentally stepped on his toe. Hippo! Rabbit was furious. That's my foot! I I beg your pardon, Rabbit, she responded. I beg, I beg, please forgive me. But Rabbit was furious and nothing could stop him. He warned Hippo, You did that on purpose and you'll be sorry you did. Rabbit marched to his good friend, Fire, and asked for a favor. When Hippo was nearby, Fire was to burn Hippo enough for her to be sorry. And so Fire did. When Hippo was grazing near its blaze, Fire burst into flames and singed Hippo. Shocked, Hippo ran to the river and dunked her body in it. Thankfully, she was fine, but her hair was all burned off. Hippo exclaimed, My coat, it's all gone! Rabbit watched from afar, laughing, happy fire had done the job. And to this day, hippos have no hair, and in fear of being singed by the flames of fire, They stay near the water. As we end our time together, don't worry. We'll be back to help you rest. Remember that you are the greatest example of empathy that we have. You are open and kind and you inspire us all. And the way you make others feel is an example for the whole world. Thank you for being such an amazing human being. As always, it was fun spending time with you. Whatever you do, don't forget. We love you. Good night, Black Child.